0: Welcome back to the Cinematic World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Hero Hour Show. We are finally back here talking about some superhero movies and media. I am joined by some guests from the Cinematic World team. First, we have Leo from Geekly Goods. Hello.
1: Hey, what's going on, man? We got some little triumphant music going, all right.
0: And <laughs> hey, we are also joined from the Cinematic World team. We have Pat. Pat, how are you doing?
2: I'm fantastic. Very happy to be here and talk some MCU. So, very excited.
0: Yeah, it's very good to have you here, Pat and everyone. We are going to be talking about some stuff regarding uh, what's been going on in the world of Marvel Studios. We have a lot to get into. This is basically going to be like a deep dive episode regarding the MCU and the current state of the MCU. We got a lot of questions here. Uh, It's been a while since we've done a Strictly Hero Hour show, so I'm really excited to get into everything. No, this is not going to be the show we're talking about, Spider-Man. That will be coming soon because I have not beat the game yet. So when I do, a couple of us will get on here to discuss it. But with that being said, let's get into our main topic today, and that's just the MCU right now. It feels like we are in a rough spot with the MCU. There was this book that came out. Like, I think about two weeks ago it was titled um, MCU. The I think it was like Marvel Studios, the reign of something, and there was a bunch of tidbits from that book that came out from the writers and stuff. And the writer has also been, you know, going around doing interviews and and she's also been, you know, dropping a lot of news regarding the MCU right now and just like where they're at. So, I wanted to just kind of go around the, the call here and get you guys' thoughts on before we get into everything. Just how as a Marvel fan, cuz that's what we all are, a, a, as Marvel fans, as MCU fans, as comic book fans, what do what are you guys' thoughts on the MCU right now? Like as a fan, are you guys satisfied? with where it is right now or do you think there needs to be a lot of work done i'll start with you leo just right now your current mood when it comes to the mcu
1: so okay i want to preface this by saying i think there's two pathways and two things to talk about here i think you mm-hmm. could talk about the the movie side and the tv side because i think the movie side in my opinion the leads is still staying pretty strong we've had some Really good hitters lately uh, with Black Panther Wakanda Forever last year. No Way Home. We've had some really good movies. I know Quantumania wasn't the best, but Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So we've had some good movies. There's been a couple of not so good. You know, the consensus is that Thor 4 is not that great. Uh, Mm -hmm. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I actually enjoy more on a rewatch, so I kind of counted in the good bin. But I think that, I think the TV stuff is just going a little overboard we're getting so stuffed in the tv land that like man there's just too much coming out i think that it's overwhelming people and it feels like too much to catch up to the mcu even though they're like loosely not required but sometimes kind of are there's not really a structure there and a through line as as tightly knit as it was in phases one through three so i think Right now, the collective word is a little overwhelming. I think that there's just a lot of content. And while I'm excited for most of it, it's just bogging down everybody else. And we talk about superhero fatigue and it's just I heard a couple of YouTubers say this, so I don't know who exactly to cite. But it's not necessarily superhero fatigue, but it's it's bad material fatigue. And with all the other superhero media coming out, even outside of Marvel and DC, you've got The Boys, the Gen V show, Invincible. Mm-hmm. you got these heavy hitters that don't allow you to mess up in any way, shape, or form. So mm-hmm. with things mm-hmm. like She-Hulk, and, and listen, I love She-Hulk, but the consensus is people didn't love it. No. Uh, I yeah. didn't really like Moon Knight as much as I wanted to. There's just been some up and down in the TV shows, and I'm glad they decided to, make daredevil the first one that they'd say okay cut the cord we're going to start from scratch so they're getting back around to having more quality tv presence hopefully and the movies themselves i think the movies have been fine if we would have just not even had the shows the movies would have been playing out okay i think
0: mm-hmm. we also uh got a lot of it seems like on the movie side they're downsizing a lot because one of the tidbits from from um Joanna Robinson, is that that Wonder Man show that cast uh Yaya Abdul Mateen is like off the books now, yeah. And, and it was like that's initially I was excited for Yaya to have more roles and you know, to you know, and I was excited for him, but as a show, I'm like Wonder Man, and then uh, when you get into what's going on with Echo as well. too And how they just don't know what to do with Echo. It seems like that is just kind of sitting around. I I think it's done, isn't it? And it's just kind of waiting to be released. Uh, The Ironheart show. Apparently
1: it's in January that it's going to just be dropped all at once.
0: And it was supposed to be, initially it was supposed to be what? Uh, It was supposed to be like next month. They were just going to drop it on Thanksgiving. And then they just decided not to. So... It's just stuff like that, too. But um, before we get into some of the TV stuff, Pat, how about you? As an MCU fan, where do you see yourself right now regarding Marvel?
2: I think Leo was right when he used the word overwhelming because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, even for me, like, I'm I'm a huge MCU fan. I'm a huge comic guy. And my enthusiasm and, like, excitement for each project has has definitely like waned a bit. Like I I still haven't watched Secret Invasion, for example. Like I just haven't yeah. felt the need. And there used to be with the MCU this feeling of like I have to watch this when it comes out. I, I have to be there like opening night. I have to watch it when the episode drops. Like they they've lost because they've kind of flooded the market for a while with like show after show, movie after movie, where there was like no space. There was that period of time with like Ms. Marvel, She Hulk. Dr. Strange, like all coming out like right around the same time, there was no breathing room, there was no chance to like enjoy or like discuss, like these projects really think about these projects, because then you're immediately onto the next one. And um, they've lost that feeling of being like an event, which I think was part of the fun of Marvel for like, during like the Infinity Saga, for example, was everyone was kind of on the same page we were all going to the same movies and it wasn't like an insane amount to ask someone to like, Oh, like you haven't seen the latest, like, I don't know. You didn't watch captain Marvel before end game, like just spend two hours and catch up on captain Marvel. Like that wasn't mm-hmm. a big ask. And now it's like, Oh, you got to watch, you know, these six series um, potentially, depending on what these eventual big, like, once we get to the big crossovers again, like when you, are we going to include all these people? Like, you're, it's a big ask and it was a lot and i do think the shows were the source of the problem i think that they kind of it's a it's just first off they weren't that a lot of them weren't as good as they should have been like i loved yeah. some of the early one, wandavision i loved you know loki mm-hmm. season 1 i loved i really enjoyed falcon and winter soldier but even some of those falcon and winter soldier should have been a movie so yeah. i think the shows i think the shows really did damage the brand a lot um, because it was too much content. Like it was too much too much uh too much story and too many new characters coming at people like really quickly. Like if you think about the amount of projects the MCU has had since Endgame, it's insane. <laughs> like it's insane how much has actually come out in like four years. I and think phase
0: four lot. was like what, 19? nineteen? Nineteen or something insane. like that? Which it's is insane. Nuts. projects? Yeah. I think yeah. so. It was like around that. Yeah, It was. it's nuts. Um, you know, what I am feeling like is, what ha- is what's happening with Marvel, not to the extent of this other uh, property, but I feel like to some extent it's becoming a lot like Star Wars, whereas you start like Star Wars. It is insanely tough. Me and Hannah was talking about this a while ago. It's insanely tough for you to just start being a Star Wars fan. Like sure, it's yeah. really it's really tough. You can't just just drop in and like, yeah, Star Wars. Where do I start? Because not only do you have to keep up with the movies, everything is canon, and yeah. I think that becomes a detriment to you know, to like uh, to to getting new viewers, and I'm seeing that the numbers for Ahsoka, t- the the Ahsoka show, was like really oh, yeah. low by the finale, and I yeah. wonder why. That's one of the reasons why I like I I checked out of Ahsoka because I didn't watch Rebels, I didn't You're watch right, whatever the other shows that she was it's, in. It's I, saw her, yeah, yeah, I, I, so I saw her Mandalorian, yeah, I saw her Mandalorian. I thought she was great in Mandalorian. In Mandalorian, I feel like that is a show where If you, like, when they first brought it, Mandalorian was really easy watching for people because it wasn't so lore-heavy. And that's why I think it became, like, a phenomenon, you know? Everyone knew, okay, this is, you know, um, that's Little Yoda. That's what everyone called Baby Yoda and stuff. That all became, like, really zeitgeisty and really pop culture-like. And then as the seasons went on, it's like you need you you, there's more required... Star Wars knowledge. And that's one of the reasons why I don't think the DCEU should go that route because I think initially when you start, it's going to be fine. Okay, we only have like five projects, you know, one show we'll survive. I think I think if you make video games canon, uh books canon, comics canon, movies, TV, you're going to end up like Star Wars where it's going to be hard to get new viewers. Because there's just so much required watching. And one of the reasons why I stopped just watching Ahsoka is because episode one, they're talking about this person and that person when Sabine went out and did, I was like, oh, okay, I'm lost, man. I <laughs> so no, I, so I got it out of there. there. And I feel like now that's happening with Marvel. Whereas initially, if you were to if you were to step into Marvel at Civil War, I think you'd be fine. I think you'd be fine. You know, I think there's a yeah. couple of things that'd be like, Okay, you know you should probably you should probably go watch those movies, for instance, when I was younger and the Avengers first came out, the only movie I had seen because you know when I was around that age is like, you know how it is, Leo Black families, Our Moms was like, nah, you ain't going, you know what I'm saying you better you know they're like they only they're specific with what you go see in the movie theaters and stuff like that. So the only thing that I watched was Iron Man. That's the only thing I had seen when Avengers came out, the first one in 2012. And I was fine. I was kicking. I was like, ooh, this is great. you know. But I feel like if right now, if a certain whoever would just want to watch, I don't know, pick a movie, it's a lot of required viewing that you'd have to go back and watch. And I think the shows only dampened that and made that more overwhelming, like you guys say. So... I, I I just I think that's what's happening with the MCU right now is that there's just a lot of things that they're asking from their audiences. And uh it's it's hurting some of these movies now because uh we talked about it before in Box Office with Larry and I. The Marvel's number is looking really low. Yeah. And this is coming off of a big first movie. This is yep. coming off of brie larson in endgame i completely agree with leo as far as like one of the reasons why this movie's not hitting is because they just did not do anything with brie larson's captain marvel like they set yeah. her up as like one of the one of the guys at like the end of endgame and she's just been like nowhere as far as nowhere. the MCU since like she's okay she was in shang chief like i'm in it you know but like I think stuff like that is why that movie is not doing. And then, and then to watch to understand the Marvels, you have to have watched WandaVision, and you would have to have watched Miss Marvel, with which not a lot of people watch Miss Marvel. So, it is a tough task as an MCU fan right now. And my just overall thought on the MCU right now is: is I I have been the more bleh one in the group as far as the MCU, <laughs> I you know I go on yeah, record yeah.
2: like <laughs> I've,
0: I've gone on record that I'm just it just it's not doing it for me and um
2: you just watch your Hulk movie Dwayne that's all you want you just watch your Hulk dude, movie I, you can
0: keep that to <laughs> keep everything dude I, the <laughs> nuns, I
1: think he championed even, that nun part three
0: even right now like low like low key right I, I watched yeah. the first episode I thought it was I thought it was pretty good um episode two I, I like i i was i started i just never finished it and mm. that's the last thing i saw i i've seen and um i have i'm gonna eventually finish it like secret invasion i didn't watch it all like you yeah. know when it was coming out each week i just watched it at the end you know a few weeks after it was over i think that's what i'm yeah, gonna do sure. with loki because mm-hmm. i just like i care but i don't like i'm not I gotta go watch it every week. It, you know what's exactly. getting me like that is Gen V.
1: Yeah, that Gen V's got me pulling up every week, man. Every week I, I'm up. It's up on show. Friday
0: morning. It's on, it's on my TV. I'm off on Fridays, man. I'm watching that Gen V in the morning. And um, I'm into that. And that's a spin-off show off the boys, a really popular show. And it's a spin-off show, yes, but it is great. It feels like TV. You know, it yeah. feels like there was a show Bible. <laughs> it feels like there's a, there's some showrunners here. Uh, whereas, you know, Loki's good, but Loki still is like, a, I don't know, Hannah and Larry are in complete denial. It feels like a movie still. <laughs> it, it does. Yeah. It feels like a movie still. Like the first episode kind of just ends. Like, like literally yes. like yep. it kind of ended the way, like say you're watching a movie and like the projector goes off. <laughs> it's like, oh <laughs> shit, what happened to the movie? That's hey. how Loki ends for me. Loki like they're I think I think she was like all oh, this for Sylvie. And then it was like credits. I was like, what? And it literally felt like I was in the movie theater and the projector went off and I got to wait next week to finish the movie. That's what it feels like every time I watch Loki. Yeah,
1: speaking of Gen V, I watched Loki and Gen V like back to back because I got the screeners a couple weeks early and I watched them Mm -hmm. like back to back. I watched the first three episodes of Loki and I was like, or four episodes of Loki. I was like, okay, that's pretty good. Let's check out Gen V. That was like a mistake because I moved on to it and I was like, okay, this is what production value and actual TV writing looks like. Gotcha. The quality is just <laughs> a leagues above. No offense. I mean, listen, I like Loki and I really liked episode three, episode four slaps, but it just, mm-hmm. in terms of quality production, like Gen V is made for TV. Loki is yeah. made for quick consumption.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. and I And that's when... So if you're gonna make these like movies, I'm gonna watch them like a movie. So I'm waiting to the end until it's all there, and then I'm gonna watch it like a four-hour, three-hour, whatever movie, because that's how that's how these things feel like, and they all feel like that. And and then when you realize that they they were trying to make these things like they were movies, but for television, Mm -hmm. I was blown away, but I wasn't surprised because this is these complaints of like these shows feel like movies were here way before this book came out and it just kind of hearing those seeing those quotes just made me realize that wow they really were making them like movies and then splicing them and that's kind of insane to me and like it's a bunch of things whereas the ending for certain shows were done like a couple of weeks before they premiered and I'm just like man this is you can't do a show like that, dude. And that's why all these finales just feel so jumbled because they finish them like a month before they release. And I just – you cannot do that with television. It's just, it's not the same thing at all. And uh, I don't know, man. So it's like now they Daredevil – people are upset about this Daredevil thing. I am on board. If that yeah, show sounded like a disaster. so. Yep. If y'all want to start over and get some show bibles in and some showrunners and some TV writers and all this and like a plan, then I'm totally fine. Cause like, oh my, I can't even imagine a nineteen, a nineteen hour movie. I I can't even imagine that. So I'm glad they're scrapping and they're restarting their the whole Daredevil thing. But uh, yeah, so let's get into some other things here regarding. The MCU, one big thing that came out of uh, came out of the past few weeks, you know, when we were talking about the uh, the book that released was just these rumors of a reboot for Secret Wars. And um, I kind of want to get you guys thoughts on that regarding a reboot. I'd never thought I'd see the day where we're talking about the MCU rebooting because I feel like they're not like they're not I don't think they're at a point to where they're like dceu levels of like panic button but i mean that's that's a big idea to kind of float around so uh pat just your thoughts on the reboot aspect of it
2: oh boy um i mean i don't i don't want like a full-blown reset like hard reset i don't want to see like a different tony stark and like redo the iron man origin like i don't i don't want that um I could see, like, a potential of some sort of soft-ish reboot, but I think what the reason this is even being talked about is um, when Endgame, like, you know, came out, they still, like, there's still so many storylines and so many characters from the comics you can use and you can build up to be, like, your next generation of, like, Avengers. But the problem, I feel like, is, like, because of how much stuff they've, they, like, rushed it a bit, where they could have built all this up over years and years of, like, like the phase one kind of, where you just kind of slowly build up these core characters. And instead they kind of just threw every single Marvel character we could think of just all of a sudden over the past two years, just throwing them at us. Um, So I feel like they kind of rushed it a bit and now they're kind of probably feeling a little bit like, can these characters that we have been introducing, can they carry this cinematic universe? Like, can we rely on like She-Hulk and Ms. Marvel or Moon Knight, or any of these characters that we just have kind of been just, I don't know. They, and I think another problem is, like we were talking about before, is the characters they do have, it feels like they have barely used the ones that we really care about. Like Carol Danvers, like you were saying, barely used. Where where is, where is Sam Wilson? Where is Captain America? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's kind of, it's like that. It's like, I just feel like they... Mm-hmm. They're kind of painting themselves into a corner where they they might be realizing, you know, we might need to do kind of a hard, like not a hard reset, but a soft reboot just to kind of bring it back to like a core group that we can care about because we kind of everything's so vast right now and just so all over the place. I feel like there isn't like a center, like an anchor of like, what is the story? Because like in the Infinity Saga, when you get down to it, was kind of about Tony Stark you know becoming this hero and all these other heroes Mm -hmm. kind of gravitating around him and that came to such a big conclusion in endgame but i don't have that same feeling with what we've been getting like i wish i did i wish it was like dr strange or something like just something where i feel like that is anchoring everything but i feel like there isn't that so maybe they're just in panic mode and are like maybe after all this crazy multiverse stuff is over we gotta really pull it back and, you know, kind of start a little fresh. I hope it's not like full-blown everything's gone. But I could see them wanting to cut a lot of stuff. And maybe they use the multiverse saga as a way to, like, erase timelines or erase different things. Yeah. But that's also scary because then you could end up in an X-Men situation where you have a new timeline and you don't care about any of the people in the new timeline. So we'll see.
0: <laughs> the quote the quote was kind of like, they're going to get rid of what hasn't been working. Sure. And then they're going to keep, they're going to bring people who you thought was never going to come back, back. I mean, so I'm guessing mm. like Tony Stark, but I feel like yeah. can that be the answer? Like this, you can't just flip a switch and just think audiences are going to care because these characters are back because how many times have we seen different types of media, TV shows, movies bring back people that were beloved and, uh, the the movie still just yeah the movie still Mm -hmm. just kind of just does whatever i feel like if your panic button is like oh my god uh, robert downey jr it's like that's gonna solve a problem for that one movie but as far as like the entire universe it's still gonna be a disaster and a mess and And it takes away
2: from endgame too like it takes away from that emotional beat
0: it's just yeah a lot of the a lot of movies bring back nostalgia acts to get you to come back and you know, but then as a whole, what's that gonna mean for your universe? And you just like mm-hmm. the stakes of everything is just not gonna matter and stuff like I'm sure, I'm so I'm sure like once we get trailers of like Secret Wars, it's gonna be huge. And sure, oh my yeah. god, Toby and this and whatever. <laughs> but then but then what what about the project after Secret Wars? Say you release Secret Wars and then you drop Ironheart the next day, are people gonna yeah. watch Iron Heart because Secret Wars was huge? No, you I don't it, think just hitting a panic button like a like a Warner Brothers DC in like 2017 is gonna mm-hmm. really solve anything. And speaking of that, they tried to hit a panic button because the Flash, Michael Keaton, <laughs> then hello, and then like it did what it did. I just I, I don't think that's the that's a great idea. And regarding the multiverse too, whereas you know you were bringing up the multiverse and. I just feel like the multiverse started off really strong for me, um, mm-hmm. and then what ended up happening is that happening is that for me it was just dicked around way too much, and I was like, all right, I'm I'm just because our first glimpse of multiverse was what? Like people are going to say, oh, Loki season one and then No Way Home, but no, our first glimpse of multiverse, which everyone thought it was a multiverse thing, was Quicksilver from Fox yeah, 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 yeah. going in M- yeah. WandaVision. Should have been. <laughs> and what happened is like they dicked around and he was like Ralph Boner and it was dumb. So people gave that the better of the doubt. And
2: well, then they after did that. that as, like a multiverse tease, but also Mysterio and Far From Home was like a multiverse like, oh, maybe, but not. Oh, you right, know, right. Was, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they kind of dicked around with that. And then low key, everybody thought that low key, the way it ended was like a right direct into No Way Home. And it just kind of wasn't. Like the events of Loki season one has yet to be discussed with anybody in the entire MCU besides Loki's world. And it's just kind of weird because it's all supposed to be connected. And I just like I just I can't believe I thought Loki was going to spring into so many things because given it's the multiverse and multiverse of madness is a year later. It was just really weird how it just was never brought up. And um, yeah, I don't know. So, uh, Leo, how about you? The reboot stuff. What do you think?
1: So I I was hoping that after Secret Wars, it wouldn't be so much as a reboot as it would be a continuation and a start over a little bit, whereas you wouldn't even need to know these characters. And I guess that reboot would be great, but I was hoping they would just do the mutant saga disconnected from everything else to mm-hmm. where it's like, OK, we focus on the mutants maybe even include Fantastic Four in that, but we move into like new characters, fresh new stuff, things we haven't seen before. I don't know if a reset button, like you said, is necessary, especially at that point in time, because Secret Wars is going to be hype. I mean, that's going to bring the people back out. That's going to be near in, at least they hope, near in-game levels. So I don't, like the idea of a new Tony Stark yet, I think that it's just a little bit early. I think going a new Tony Stark and a new Steve Rogers, I don't want to play that game again. And I know we've done it with Spider-Man, and sure, but I mean, people still want to see and 3, there's some people that still want to see Spider-Man 4. It just, do we keep restarting, or do we just start a fresh new Mutants? Maybe even, maybe we can still have Tom Holland, Spider-Man 2 running around, but Do we go a different route where it just focuses on new, fresher heroes? I think that would be a cooler take to just make a new universe, basically, and just run with mutants and Fantastic Four and Spider-Man and people that we don't really see in the MCU that much, Mm -hmm. and then let the shows and stuff cool off, maybe a show a year, maybe two, but let all that cool off and really focus on the movies. But a full reboot, I'm not entirely sure I love the idea. I just think, I, I don't know. I can't see anybody else's Iron Man or RDJ, man. That's that's the guy. And Chris Evans is Cap. I understand that we've had recastings of Spider-Man that have worked out. We've had recastings of Batman, new iterations that have worked out. But I just, I think it's early. I think it's I think it'd be a better idea to just move into new material again and have it be like very self-contained again. Like, where's Blade? It feels like we're never going to get that. <laughs> so I,
0: I just, well, we got to let, let Blade go, man. We got go. to let it go. We're just trying to ice skate point, uphill.
1: How many writers done dropped? We had the director drop off. I'm like, man, it's only a matter of time for we losing by Herschel. I yeah. mean, yeesh, it just seems like Blade is never getting made. Guess who else disappeared in, in the thin air? And I understand I, to an extent, the Eternals. I love the movie, but the I, I, they yeah. just pop poof, gone. And I think it's a little bit reactionary. It's a little, what is the word reactionary for Marvel? Yeah. To oh, you're go right. This yeah. Route. yeah. 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 I think it's just very reactionary for them to go this route this early. I mean, it hasn't, like you said, it hasn't been as bad as DC. I mean, even Ant-Man made more than Shazam and Flash. And I mean, the MCU is still a talk is still a talking point. So I don't think we should go this route. I don't know. I don't like it. I'm going to just be real. I don't. Very long-winded answer, but I don't. I didn't like it. I don't like the idea. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I, I, I agree, and I think it's a very agree. Like, I don't think they're gonna. I think they are gonna still assess everything and see. But I mean, I don't know. It's just they, they, they really shot themselves in the foot with announcing all these projects and the animated stuff as well, and saying everything is canon, like. I still go back to that invest those investor days and, and you know and it's like those it just seems so crazy and hectic like then they announced like marvel zombies has that ever come out yet no right like i don't know dude so it's just a lot of stuff going on and uh just even the special characters like is werewolf by night done is are we not doing that because i like that you know and that was cool yeah. and that could have yeah. brought you right into like a like a Midnight Suns, Dark mm-hmm. Avengers kind of group, and then
2: Ghost Rider Blade Blade's
0: <laughs> voice is just randomly in the Eternals ending. Harry Styles showed up. Arish <laughs> the judge announced like judgment on everybody. <laughs> Bro, there's just there they're not is talking just, about
1: any of this in the other movies. Just like yeah, Loki, they're not yeah. talking about any of this stuff of like what happened with that? What happened with Loki season one? They're not talking about any of this stuff. Even no Way Home just happened. And everybody's just kind of blinking. Ah, okay, well, we're going to go about our lives. What? Captain Marvel could have been there. Like, all this yeah, stuff, man. Yeah. And I'm sick of them being like, oh, well, Captain Marvel is needed in the galaxy. No, Captain Marvel is needed in this universe. Now.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that shit makes me mad because what is your answer for Thor? Thor is like off-world all the time. And in those in the first couple of phases, he's still around. He's not like, oh, like they got a, I have it, it, things to take care of in the twentieth realm of whatever. You know, he was here when he needed to be here. Like that yeah. excuse is so lame, duck. And, mm. um, dude, I don't He's know. He's raising like, a child. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just I, 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 I don't know, man. So the reboot thing for me is just like, ah, I mean, that's not going to solve all your problems just by rebooting and starting over. I, I think, feel like
2: a lot of people would just be pissed. Like, well, would people yeah, accept yeah. a new, like, Tony Stark or, like, a new Steve Rogers? Like, I'm not sure I would be, like, super excited if we're, like, starting from scratch.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. So, all right, let's get into some mailbag questions here. We have some questions from our listeners. If you want to send us a question to Cinemania 2018 at Outlook.com, this person here says, Thoughts on them thinking that Quantum Mania was going to be a huge hit, and that they were actually shocked by the reception of the movie. Do you think that hindered a lot? Um, yeah. So I saw that quote and I was baffled. Like you thought that was like that was it?
2: Are you kidding me, dude? Come what on. What do you mean it's top? I tier? refuse to
0: believe. I refuse <laughs> to believe that. You know what I mean?
2: It just. No doc forever. Listen, Dang man, it, man. I, <laughs> I
0: uh. I refuse to believe it, that they thought that that was. I mean, maybe they. If they did, that is insane to me. And uh, oh man, it's. I mean, that is the movie where like you introduce your big bad. Yeah. But then he's beaten, and like their excuse is like well, the excuse is like, oh, okay, but that's not the, that's not the king. There's going to be other. There's the you know there's the colony of king. There's better
2: kings, like right? There's <laughs>
0: better kings, but then the ones that come up at the end they're such geeks. I have I I have no interest in seeing Rama Tut and oh, the robotic dear. king, and and there was a, another one like a synthetic king. They had one mm. with dreads that was like dancing all around. Like I don't have any interest in seeing any of that. So the king that I liked was the one in the movie, and he got his ass with by ants. So it's like I don't they were, know. They were
2: big ants. They were big. Yeah, they were big I and guessed. smart. <laughs>
0: so, when that movie came out. It released. It it wasn't like a huge opening weekend. It was like for them. It was like it was it was it was a good opening weekend, mm-hmm. but the reception afterwards and that it just it lost money in the end because you just the reception was not good, uh, critic and audience wise. So. I yeah, I was kind of surprised that they thought that that was gonna be like one of their big movies, big hits of the year, and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that movie, that movie, just does not work for me at all. And uh, yeah, I have no interest in seeing Ant Man and 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 drink the ooze, Dad. I don't have no interest in seeing any of these characters again. So, <laughs> but, I don't know. Dude. So bad. I was,
2: uh, <laughs> i was surprised
0: uh pat listen modok uh, was gonna be the guy
2: what's your yeah, thoughts he is the guy he is the guy i love <laughs> <MODOK>. um <laughs> my thoughts on that is maybe they just watched the like kang scenes and thought man this is great stuff and then the rest of it you know i'm one of the people that enjoy Manium overall i think it's serviceable i think it's definitely not like remotely close to top tier MCU, but I do think it has some really good elements. I do think Kang was great in the movie. Yes. His defeat was probably not what they should have done. I definitely, I mean, I was in the camp before the movie came out. I'm like, Kang needs to kill Scott Lang. Like I was fully in that camp. Um, I could see them, you know, thinking, cause I mean, to be fair, there is a, a lot of, you know, legal situations with Jonathan majors right now, but performance wise, he he was giving incredible performances as kang in both loki and quantum mania so they probably just Mm -hmm. thought you know they were looking at that they were like this is our guy this is the new big threat look how amazing his scenes are this is going to be huge we actually have our new thanos like i'm sure they were blinded by a lot of that because the movie itself while i'm a defender i can't imagine why they were looking at the movie as a whole, and were like, "Oh, this is this is gonna be massive." It's like, no, it it's 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 fine. It's it's enjoyable enough, but it's yeah. definitely not like groundbreaking or anything as much. I mean, Modoc, of course, fantastic, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure why they were so hype about it. It's it's fine, but I wouldn't. I, I even I wouldn't have gotten super hype.
0: So, Leo, I throw the question to you. Do you think them thinking that they 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 had like a huge win with Quantumania as a testament that maybe they lost the sauce a little bit.
1: Uh it's definitely goofy. Uh because <laughs> for, for peace sake. Like, I mean, think about that movie, you know, I think Ant-Man 3 from an outside looking in perspective, and I'm actually working on a video. I haven't seen this in theaters, so I'm actually mm. gonna watch it again. Mm. But I, I think from an outside looking in perspective, this is not it's not really an Ant Man movie. You're trying to set up mm. the next big bad. You're going into the quantum yeah, realm yeah, and all yeah, this stuff yep, the yep. whole movie. That's not an Ant Man movie. Like Ant Man movie was this guy on the ground, average Joe, average Joe, the average schmuck in an average town, defending them there. And mm. they made it this kind of sci-fi, supernatural, going to the quantum realm, and there's all these aliens, and people. That just wasn't very Ant Man. So I think the problem lies there. And the fact that they didn't see that, I think that was just one blunder. I don't think that was necessarily a they lost the sauce moment because if they had said that about every single, like, oh, Black Widow, that's about to do numbers, all this, then I'd be like, (laughs) okay, come on, guys, (laughs) like, for for real. But if it was just Quantum Mania, I think. Them starting to assess things now is is a green flag because it at least shows that they're aware that, okay, we thought this was going to be successful. It wasn't. So we need to prepare for the future. And it's unfortunate that there's so much in the can that they can't like really redo. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, there's so much done. It's not like they could say, okay, well, let's redo Ironheart and let's redo... like You can't really redo those things. But starting with Daredevil onward, I think is a good... A good idea. It sounds like they're just assessing what's not working and trying to really make things work again because Secret Invasion wasn't it. Quantumania wasn't it. No, it's not a great yeah. start for phase five at all. Mm-hmm.
0: No, it's very much not. And it's uh it's disappointing too. It it's uh I mean, cause Quantumania, I I, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna go back to it anytime soon, but it's not, I don't think it's still, like, the worst thing that they've ever put out, even, I don't know,
1: it's a secret invasion.
0: Yeah, it's definitely Secret Invasion, where I was like, bro. Because bro. even, like, if you go back to, like, Love and Thunder and just, like, the rough stuff, even, like, I'm not a fan of She-Hulk and even, like, stuff like that, I'm. I, I was never, like, well, this is getting really tough. It was, like, Secret Invasion when I finished it and hit. And it was done as a series. I remember what that comic book was. And as a series, it was just a disaster. Okay, and cold. the idea the idea of we have this superhuman with all the powers, and it's just not even like one of our regulars. It's like Gaia. What? It's like, <laughs> everyone is like everyone is like, oh my god, they revealed the strongest Avenger. I remember seeing those quotes when it came out <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, was Captain Marvel in the finale? And then I'm looking at spoilers because I just don't give a damn anymore about spoilers when it comes to this stuff. Like like the Scooper game used to be like, maybe like two years ago, I used to be like, man, I don't. I'm done. I don't want to see anything. I'm like, I want to keep everything sacred. I don't care anymore what I see now. So I've seen it all. But as far as like, as far as I took an invasion, I was like, oh, my God, they! Uh, who is it? And I went to go look before I watched the season. It's just Amelia Clark with like all these powers. <laughs> and I was like, I love Amelia Clark, but who is she? Who is this? It's just Gaia is like the new OP'd, I have 20,000 Avengers DNA a drags arm, Captain Marvel's power. People were like, "Oh, they didn't use Captain Marvel because they probably didn't have the budget." I'm like, I'm watching her power set right in front of me. What do you mean you couldn't pay? I mean, you got you got Samuel Jackson in this show. You got big stars in this show, and you couldn't get Brie Larson. And it's just weird. It's it's really weird. It's strange. It's not connecting with me. It doesn't make a lot of sense. When that that was when I was like bro, what are we doing here? So, uh, yeah, it wasn't really quantumania for me, although I thought it was bad. It was just more so whatever happened to Secret Invasion. So, um, yeah, let's get into some other mailbag questions here before we get off air. This person here says, what do you guys think was the turning point of the MCU? So, any thoughts? I guess, Pat, the turning point for you, where you where just everything was kind of okay we really have to like figure this out i guess for me it's secret invasion and all that stuff but that yeah i feel um, like a turning point has to mean like an accumulation of things so what is it what was it for you
2: i i mean i'm trying to think of the moment where i went from like obsessively needing to see everything like as quickly and as soon as i could um Which would probably be around what I mentioned earlier, that period of time where it was like Moon Knight, Ms. Marvel, Doctor Strange, She-Hulk, all kind of crammed together. Uh, That was when I kind of first felt really overwhelmed and like, it took me a while to watch She-Hulk even, like I was just not as excited about everything because there was just so much coming at me at once and it just felt like nothing really mattered that much anymore because there was so much so probably around then I would say whatever that was like summer 2022 um, Mm -hmm. was when it started to kind of turn for me from like absolutely needing to see everything to kind of still loving some things enjoying some things but other things just not caring quite as much as I used to
0: Leo how about you
1: Um, well, y'all know me. I'm the MCU shield. So there hasn't really been a turning point for me, but (laughs) I think for the general audience, I agree with what Pat was saying. It was very much like right after no way home. I I think after no way home, things just kind of, cause we had Sean Chi before, and even though people didn't love Eternals, it didn't split everybody like from then on. I mean, it was like, we still got no way home. We still got,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it was that cramming in of Doctor Strange, Thor four, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel. Which Miss Marvel was well regarded. It just wasn't watched. So yeah. Miss Marvel is is kind of a diamond in the rough in this era. But Miss Marvel, She Hulk, then Wakanda Forever. It's like okay, if you think from a general audience standpoint, Wakanda Forever, and maybe Doctor Strange a little bit, and may and maybe Miss Marvel if you watched it, were like the three wins out of that era. That's a lot of media to go by without like a big Civil War type win or like a mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok level win. Like there just weren't any big wins in that conglomerate of content there. And unfortunately, it was like, okay, right after that, Ant-Man and the Watch quantum Quantumania wasn't a win either. Like they then finally had like the first like, oh my gosh, breath of fresh air with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And we all know it's because that team has been with the MCU for so long. So it's like, okay, the Marvel's got a lot riding on his shoulders. And even though I'm really excited, I'm like, there's a lot. There's a lot here. Uh, And we will really Mm -hmm. see where the superhero hype is when the Marvel's comes out. Because if it just doesn't do well, box office wise, a little alarming, a little alarming. The first movie did a billion dollars, a little over a billion and if this yeah. does mania numbers, oof, that's not going to be good.
0: So I want to bring up. My throat's a little dry, so bear with me, everyone. I don't have any water in front of me. I usually do. But listen, I want to bring up a tweet that I put that I made like two years ago. It was actually it was last year. I don't know why I said two years ago. Maybe because 2024 feels like right yeah. here. But I know. <laughs> so my turning point is this, because this is when I started to get what's going on. If you listen to the podcast, and I'm talking about 20, not even like go back to 2018. I'm talking about just like two years ago, last early last year. Dude, I was in. I was in. Like me and Leo back at San Diego Comic-Con. 2022 like i we were in like we were we were cheering for we were like i was like in and if you listen to like now like then to now and see like you would think that i'm the scorsese shill and uh marvel is in cinema shill by how much i just don't vibe with anything marvel right now if you just started listening to the podcast you would think that that's me oh this guy hates mcu he thinks it's all cinema it's not cinema i'm like no that's not me dude i loved loved what they were doing even like when they were getting into phase four my turning point was when i brought up where are we going dude and it is uh what's today's date october 22nd 2023 and i still do not have this answer this is what i said on may 7th 2022 I will say, after watching Multiverse of Madness a third time and thinking about movies like Eternals, Shang-Chi, and Moon Knight, it feels like Phase 4 has no clear path or idea of where it's going. Phase 1, 2, and 3 led to the Infinity Saga, but I know where Phase 4 is going at the moment. Now, this tweet went viral. 51,000 likes. A lot of cool tweets because I was ridiculed. Oh, you guys just care about the group movies. Oh, you guys just want to see the big bang shoot 'em ups. And no, dude. We are like a year and some change after that tweet. Where are we going, dude? That was like that's my big that's my big turning point with the MCU. We have no idea what's happening. Where is Shang-Chi? what happened to that end credit scene with Shang-Chi when, like, Captain Marvel is, like, talking and they're like, oh, there's our beacon? Remember that shit? Where? Where is that? Like, Hulk was there. And they're like, welcome to the team. And then, like, he's not in the team because we haven't seen him or even heard about him. Or, like, where Where are the Eternals? Where, like, what is uh, what is Wanda doing right now? Remember Vision Quest? What's going on with Vision? Like, what are we doing? Where are we going? What is what is the plan here? Because it feels like we don't know what we're doing right now. And around that time is also where I was like, I was done with the whole thing of like, oh, this is going to lead into that and all these theories and this, that, and the third. And we all thought that Miss Marvel's beacon had something to do with Shang-Chi's beacon and it might, but who cares now? It's like, when I I was watching Loki and Loki, the way it ends, I love the ending because it feels like it's gonna go into like a spider like a Spider-Man No Way Home, where like the the timeline is breaking and things are going awry and whatnot. And then that didn't happen. And then in a Multiverse of Madness, like Spider-Man was barely brought up. I think he got brought up once, but it was because of a butt joke. And I was like, what? So that was where I was like, okay, so they're not connecting these things anymore. And that's when I'm like, I'm watching Secret Invasion and I'm going to ask you two, do you guys think there's going to be any discussion about what happened in Secret Invasion in the Marvels?
2: And I if you hope guys not say, I haven't seen it. Yes,
0: <laughs> but okay, Even if it's bad, you can't be like, oh, don't connect it because it's bad. you got to connect it as a universe. And do you think we're going to get Nick Fury talking about Secret Invasion at all in the Marvels? We're not. Probably and not, do you yeah. think the Mar? You think you think Brie Larson's Captain Marvel is gonna be like, oh, on Earth, Shang Chi, so and so? No, she's not, dude. It's not. They have no idea what's going on. So yeah. everyone's kind of like, all these characters just kind of move on. And there's a big ass Eternal in the middle of the ocean, and we don't talk about it. It's been there for like two <laughs> years, and uh, we don't know what's going on. And
2: until uh, Thunderbolts, Wayne,
0: <laughs> Evan Peters was like here for a minute, and it's like a joke, and I think. Those are the things where, like, it just turned me off to a point when I'm like, all right, so if you're – I'm not asking you – I'm not asking all these these characters to be teamed up, like, right now, and I want to see the next Avengers movie, but I just want to get some continuity and just some connectivity a little bit to where Mm – I just, I feel like this is not, these aren't even the same universes anymore. And if they fucking do that shit that everyone that I see some theories about, oh, eternals happen in a different universe, I'm going to be done. That makes no sense. I don't want that to happen. Where it was like people who think that, oh, uh, all this stuff is all, is all, is a disaster right now because we're watching different loops of time. Oh my God. So my big, my big turning point for me was just, they completely got way too overwhelming they lost the plot some of these characters were not doing what they did in previous movies like i mean wanda was like you know she was she had the dark hold in wandavision but then in multiverse of madness yeah like she had the dark hold but she was like completely evil by multiverse of madness to where if you watch wandavision and you go into multiverse of madness it's kind of jarring how evil out of out of of nowhere she's she is she's kidnapping children and ripping heads apart and i'm just like this is not the same wanda that we just finished watching a year ago so it's just weird and it's just that they just gotta they gotta tighten up the ship tighten up everything and just make things make more sense because right now everything is not making sense. And I would like an apology for everyone who got on me about that tweet when I made it because it makes <laughs> sense. I don't know, dude. Like, <laughs> it's like, you should see the comments. The comments are crazy in that tweet. I still have it up because mm. yeah, I'm not scared of anything, but whatever. So <laughs> I think that's what's going on. The MCU, I hope they can bounce back because like I said, yeah. I am a huge fan of this universe and I want to keep, be like i don't like falling out of things that i love you know that's one of that that sucks as like someone who loves a lot of things when you fall out of them it's like okay it's kind of it's kind of depressing a little bit and like i was if you go back to 2019 i was a huge mcu fan junkie and i just don't want to lose that anytime soon and um yeah so pat how do they bounce back for you
2: oh geez um I do need them to to, to do what they're doing, which is really to kind of uh, don't keep releasing sh- like just tons of shows and tons of like draw it back, center it, find the characters that they really, really want to tell stories about right now. You don't need to introduce characters just to not want to use them for the next like five years. Like figure out who you need for the story you want to tell and then give me some interesting, emotional, get, take me on the ride that the original phases of the MCU did where I cared so much about all these people and about all these characters and like storylines. And I don't want to feel like I'm just being given things just so they can, you know, be putting out these shows just to be putting b- bumping up Disney plus numbers. Like I want to really feel invested again and really care. And there are still characters that I really care about, but there's a lot of characters I don't and a lot of them that they feel like they haven't tried to make me care about really. They've just mm-hmm. you know given them to me like, "Oh, here's Moon Knight. You're never going to see him again." <laughs> like, you know, it's <laughs> and like they got someone like Oscar Isaac who's such a talent and he's so good in that show and we're just not going to go back to that anytime soon and it's it's weird and I just need them to kind of bring it back to figure out what story this really is who you need to tell this story and then do that story in a way that is satisfying and emotional and to make me feel, I want to, when it comes down to it, I want to feel by the end of the multiverse saga, I want to feel what I felt at the end of Endgame. I want to feel cathartic and happy and a little sad. And just, I just want to feel like I just witnessed something amazing. And so far mm-hmm. I feel like they, they're just kind of, like you said, Dwayne, we don't know where they're going, which in some ways, Sure, it's fine, but I do feel like they don't know where they're going, and I shouldn't feel that way like I like i I should feel like they are bringing me on a ride that's gonna be satisfying and that's that's what I want. I want them to draw it back
0: it's also. It's also not like it's not like we had all the answers in like twenty like okay, like in twenty fifteen, fourteen. It's like we knew where they were going, but it's not like we knew the outcome no, of how no, things yeah, were exactly. gonna go, like in an end game in exactly. Infinity War. We didn't but know all of like our heroes.
2: Did. I felt like Yeah, they did. <laughs> like, exactly
0: like we didn't we didn't think all of our heroes were gonna die and stuff no. in the in the Infinity War, but we had an idea that, okay, Infinity Saga, this is where they're going. And it's like now they finally say Kang, but it's like, is that really where we're going? Because yeah, I, like I know you have a King Dynasty movie coming out, but I just saw him get beat by the Wasp. So it's like, what? I, I don't know, you know. And
1: it's yeah, no, it's,
0: it's just a weird. It's weird. Uh, Leo, how about you? La- uh, last point regarding um, how they bounce back from here.
1: Um. So the way to bounce back is learn from these lessons and with everything moving forward take into account the things that did not work and go ahead and start i would say there needs to be a couple things that happens in the future because let's be real guys up until iron heart and all this stuff that is in the can we can't just we can't change that we i would hate for them to come out and be like well we're just deleting it like
0: wb did with
1: that girl like let's not do that but yeah after these films and and let's let's just take these lessons into account and and make a, a, a universe where there's there's a clear a there's a clear through line it's building up and leading to somewhere but be also characters that still have those stories that we can connect with and enjoy just on their own like black panther universe is the only one i feel like where you now where you can just come in and want movie 1 and movie 2 and be, be good to go otherwise it's like uh, and i want a little bit more of that back so Mm -hmm. that's all i don't think there's a fix for the stuff that's already in the can all the way up to um secret wars i don't think there's really any quote-unquote turning around there i think you just have to go with what you have but after let's take the lessons into account and uh make a, a crispier next saga
0: right i agree so uh with that being said, everyone, that is it for this episode of Hero Hour. Really appreciate you guys all for listening. Let's go around the group, get everyone's social medias. Let's start with you, Pat. Let everyone know where they can follow you.
2: Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at ThisPatGuy, as well as my YouTube channel, which is called Agamoto And Leo.
1: Guys, you can follow me over at Giggly Goods on all social media platforms. And if you're on YouTube, search up Geekly Goods. You'll find a logo with me and two Gs. Come on over, y'all. Let's talk some geek.
0: All right, everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at Simanic94, and you can follow the podcast, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Timania World. Thank you guys for joining us. It's a really, really nice episode here with Pat and Leo. So we should be all be back soon with some, you know, world show, depending on how news go this week, and a couple of movie reviews. We have we do have our Killers of the Flower Moon review coming today from Larry and Manda. So stay tuned for that. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Leo and that was Pat. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.